Coffee Black, and this is the Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Um, this should be an introspective series where I come and spit out my thoughts, crazy shit that's going on in my head, funny shit that happened to me during the day, and any and everything that you want to talk about, you want to hear. Um, I'm a sponge for knowledge. I'm an avid reader, I'm an avid smoker, I'm a food enthusiast, and I love feedback, so, that being said, if you hear something here that you enjoy, then uh, let me know, if you hear something you don't like, go fuck yourself, let's start the show. Coffee Black. Hey, did you download the Anchor app yet? Because if you didn't, you're missing out on probably the best part of my show. Um, my sleeper picks are super fucking dope. And with the Anchor app, you get a 30 second snippet of every song that I select for every episode. So if you don't have Anchor, you're missing out on the best experience and the best listening uh, listening experience for this show. Plus, with the Anchor app, you can start your own podcast. Get out there and say something if you feel like you have something to say. So get the fucking app, man. Don't be lazy. It's one download, and it's uh, it's in the Google Play Store. I just found out that it's in the Apple uh, Apple App Store or whatever you guys have over there but you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't have the Anchor app it's free to download it's easy to sign up you can use Facebook even so do me a favor if you, li- if you like this show and you want to experience this show the best way possible download the fucking Anchor app and get in the show Good afternoon, good night. It's Kid Coffee Black. Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Here I am in my outside studio once again. Representing from this undisclosed location. Uh, Hopefully everybody's doing well. Hopefully y'all eating good. Hopefully y'all drinking good water. Hopefully you had a cup of coffee this morning along with some uh, THC or some CBD to smoothly transition you into the rest of your day but uh what's up man what's up my people how y'all doing it's monday start of a fresh week um wanted to come on here and drop some drop some some keys or some 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 bars or some knowledge or whatever fuck you want to call it um i've had a very interesting weekend my daughter was here this weekend um like i always say she gives me the the kicking ass and the boost that I need to get through the rest of whatever whatever it is that's going on. Um shit, uh before I get too far, uh shout out to the Google Play listeners, shout out to my Spotify listenership, shout out to um 
that one person I know that's listening on Overcast. And shout out to everybody who's listening on Apple Podcasts. Now that I got that out of the way. Um, yeah, man, I had a, I had a rather interesting um, weekend. Took my daughter back to school shopping. Um, it's always uh, uh, very interesting to see how my daughter has progressed and how she's grown up. Um, I don't know, I mean, I tell her all the time, you know, I, I've been there since the second you came out. So I, I, I've seen all of the progress and all of the steps that you've made. I've seen how much you've grown, you know. And um, I don't know, she's just hella inspiring, you know what I'm saying? She, she, uh, she never stays down for too long. She's never upset for too long. And uh, we can learn a lot from these kids, man. She's not afraid to try anything. She's not afraid to uh, step out on a ledge or um, I won't say embarrass herself in front of people, but be who she is in front of everybody. And that, that's a, at, at shit at 10, that's some powerful shit, man. That's a. Uh, that's super encouraging to me. You know what I'm saying? She's 10 years old. She can look around and she can never be embarrassed. There's never a situation where she feels as if she's out of place. Or she feels as if she's super uncomfortable. At least with me. You know what I'm saying? She's, uh, I've seen her interact with, uh, with people who I think are geniuses or brilliant and, and speak very eloquently and speak for herself um, in a manner in which most 10-year-olds I don't believe can The way she represents herself um, is, is is super. It, it just it 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 fills me with a pride and a sense of joy that I can't get from nowhere else. And I just think about how um, there are changes in my life that I need to make in order to be more like her. She's courageous. She's she's smart. Um, she's very caring. She's very kind. She cares about other people's feelings. And I can honestly say that I don't. I don't give a fuck. We were having a conversation the other day, and I was trying to get her to um to help me vacuum. And she's like, "No, no, no. I'm busy. I'm busy." She's not actually doing anything, but she's busy. And I'm like, "Well, you would do it for your mom." That's not fair. And she literally stops what she's doing. And she goes, you know what? You're right. And she gets up. She helps me clean the living room. Adults don't have that sense of, oh, shit, you're right. Grown ass people with years of human interaction and years of working with other people and years of shit just being alive don't have that sense of compassion don't have that sense of oh fuck maybe I should help maybe I should do something I mean her her, her complete mind frame changed in a second just based off of the recollection alone that she's not being fair she's not playing fair
I don't know kids. I don't know any kids that are that that are that in tune. I don't. I don't know a lot of kids like that. I don't know. I don't know any adults like that. You know what I'm saying? She's she's just not a. Uh, she's not afraid. She's not afraid of anything. To my to my knowledge, to my recollection, you know what I'm saying? I I could be wrong. She could be heavily afraid of snakes or birds or some shit. Or, or, or spiders. But I've never seen her show fear. I've never seen it. I'm like, Leah, go jump off that diving board. Okay. Are you watching? Yeah, I'm watching, kid. Go jump off that diving board. Like, Leah, go see what that is over there. All right. She is fearless, man. Not afraid to attempt. Not afraid to do whatever it is. We can learn something from that, man. We can learn something from the fearlessness of children. We can learn how to be better people. We can learn how to um, to, to shake off the bullshit and think outside of ourselves. My uh. My daughter is my hero, man. I ain't saying say that shit. That's real inspiration right there. It's living and it's breathing and it looks like me. That's dope. I heard a quote the other day. Um, similar to this. And I probably shared it on here. Um, Failure to attempt is still failure. If you're afraid to try something because you don't think you're going to do it, you don't think you're going to be able to do it, it's still a failure. And a lot of us get so caught up in that mind state that if we don't, if we don't ever try to do it, then we can't say we we failed. We can't say that we can't do it because we never tried. That's death. That's you. You already dead, man. You might as well go climb in the motherfucking casket now. You got one foot in the casket, one foot in the grave, and 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 one trying to still hold you up like you actually out here. A lot of y'all motherfuckers is already dead. Y'all walking zombies. Because <clears throat> you refuse to try. That's what I mean, to, to refuse to try is to embrace an early death. You got to do something. And I hear a lot of y'all be like, well, what do I do? I don't know. Something. Try something. If what you're doing right now, you don't like it, it don't work, try something else. But to wake up every single day, go to a job that you hate, be around people that you can't stand, lay next to a person that you don't love, it's death, it's, you're dead, you're already fucking dead, you're not, you, 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 you living and you breathing and you're walking around. But there's no life in you. You're not actually living. 
you're just dragging on, man. You, 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 your bodily functions are still working. With a zombie, their muscle tissue is dead. Their organs, um, um, everything about them is dead. But they still move off of impulse. There, there is something in their uh, brain that it's still alive and it's sending um, responses and electrical receptors to the rest of their body telling them to still function. So if you ever see a zombie, um, they still move around. They can almost uh, make audible noise. But they're dead. Every bit of them is dead. And that's what you are. When you're out here, you're doing something for somebody else. You're living for somebody else or you're just not living at all. You know, you're merely existing. You're, you're the walking dead. I'm trying to do everything possible in my life that I can do to not die before I'm actually dead. Like I need to, I need to bring more uh, life to the party. I need to bring more, more light to the party. And I have to be okay with the fact that the people who are around me aren't going to come with me. They're going to be stuck being zombies. I have to be okay with the fact that some people like where they are. It's comfortable. And I can't be mad at them. I can't be upset with them when they're not objectively honest with themselves. Because everybody's not with that. Everybody, everybody's not where I am now. Everybody's not here yet. I still got a long way to go. I still have steps that I need to take. I still have places that I need to uh, 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 reach. Shit that I need to, to work on. There are people who are behind me. Do I allow them to be an anchor? No pun intended. Do I allow them to be an anchor and, and hold me in place? Or do I um, do I cut the line and then do I ascend? I'm aware that uh, the end of this shit is the same for everybody. We all um, expire. Some of us get buried in the grave. Some of us get turned and burnt to ash. Um, I even seen the thing the other day. You can put yourself inside of a tree pod. You you can um, use the nutrients from your body to, to produce a tree. Which sounds really, really cool to me. And then I heard about... um. There's a baseball player who's been cryogenically frozen with the hopes of one day returning. Now, I think that's kind of fucking weird, but <laughs> uh, as I digress, um, we all meet the same end. Nobody is going to be here forever. So like I said before, when you embrace the fact that you're going to die, um, when it becomes apparent that there's no escape from that, it should be empowering. You should, you should feel better. 
you, sh- you should feel better about your situation. Knowing that uh, like everybody's got a time limit. Everybody's got an expiration date. What are you going to do to fill that gap in? You have to be objectively honest with yourself, man. I had a conversation with a friend the other day. Um, any conversation with me tends to devolve into uh, a heated debate because I get very passionate about certain topics and my voice gets a little elevated. I'm never upset. I'm never mad. It's just my my senses get heightened. And when um, I feel as if people aren't being honest with themselves or being honest with me, I try to poke and I prod a little bit. I try to I try to pull back those layers. I try to get you to open up. I try to get you to think a little deeper. Because I always know when someone's holding back. I always I always know. I can always sense when someone isn't giving me the full story. They only telling me the parts that they want me to hear, and that bothers me. If we're in a setting, um, an intimate setting such as my living room or an intimate setting such as my my kitchen table, I don't understand why um, we can't allow ourselves to be vulnerable in that space. I know one of the one of the, uh, the the things nowadays is safe spaces. This is a safe space, man. When you are wrong, among people who only only thing they want from you is um, for your life to be better. You should be able to open up to them. You should be able to tell them your your deepest darkest fears, man. The deeper darker criminal links. And you should be able to. Take the criticism or or the critique from these people in this space without lashing back at them in a spiteful way. I don't I don't uh I ain't trying to beat nobody down. I ain't trying to make nobody feel bad for the way that they are. Cause I'm fucked up too. I guess um, like I said the other day, man. <coughs> I now understand why evangelists and and uh the born again crowd why they they cling so hard to to their religion and they try. They're damned is to bring everybody else with them. I get it, man. I understand. It's a wonderful feeling to understand that you can improve and you can be better. And there's there's really nothing else that can stop you but you. Stop you from getting to where you want to be but you. That's beautiful. And I want to take other people there. And it might be annoying than a motherfucker to hear me. Constantly talk about self-improvement or constantly talk about um, better in myself. It might it might piss a lot of motherfuckers off. Might seem very safe, self-righteous. 
But in the end, man, I'm just trying to remind myself that there's somewhere else that I need to be. There's there's another level that I need to reach. And this is never a personal attack on anybody. It's solely me talking to me or talking to you through talking to myself. <laughs> Maybe that doesn't make sense to anybody but me, but that's the way my brain works. I'm giving you counseling by counseling myself. Or I'm counseling myself by giving you counseling. Because I can learn from you. I can learn from the mistakes you make. I can learn from your trials and your pitfalls. And, and, and you know, I read a lot of biographies for that sole reason. To look through these people's lives who we, we, we call larger than life and, and, and see where they fucked up at. A lot of times these people are millionaires. A lot of times these people are billionaires. And they still make human errors. They still make very human mistakes. So if I can learn from you, if you can learn from me, and you can take that and apply that to your life and make you better, then that's, that's all I want from you. But when you're not open, when you're not objective with yourself, and you, you, you run from yourself... Problems arise. You can't you can't have um, deep thought provoking conversations because they make you think. A lot of us don't want to spend time in our own heads because we're afraid of what's going on in there. I get it, man. Like I told you on a, a couple of episodes, it's a monster up here, and I do my very 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 fucking best to avoid that motherfucker. I don't make contact with him. I don't talk to him or nothing. He stay where he at until I need him to come out. So I, I, I understand the need to stay out of your own head. I understand the need to um, avoid situations and conversations that will trigger you to think deeper than you want. Sometimes you got to feel that pain, man. Said it on the last episode, you got to touch them sore spots. If you're not getting better, then you're dead. You're the walking dead. There's a lot of zombies out here. Moving off impulse and caffeine. <laughs> a lot of y'all motherfuckers got more caffeine in your body than you got blood. I hope one day two fillers if I don't need any crutches, any substances to enter my body for me to feel peace. Weed included. Coffee included. I would love to be free from all of my vices. It's a process. I just want the mental strength. I want the mental, the the uh, the stamina to be able to tell myself I don't need none of this shit. <coughs> I want to be able to say it and mean it and cut it out cold turkey. <coughs> Human beings, man, we got willpower. 
should be able to uh, shoulder through pretty much anything. Right? No, man. Don't die until you're dead, fam. What's that movie? Uh, uh, uh. This is a movie that came out a couple years ago. Um, it's like a zombie apocalypse, you know what I'm saying? They had the, the set of uh, people going around doing their little excursions and shit. And this one zombie like realized that like yo, he was still like sentient. He was still alive. You know? And he fell in love with a girl. And in turn she kind of fell in love with him and it and it and <laughs> it restored his humanity. It brought him back to life. And I, f- I forget the name of the movie, man. But <laughs> that's the perfect metaphor for this shit. You know what I'm saying? Come back to life. Your brain still functions. Your body's still moving. You know, all of your instincts are still there. You can come back to life. You ain't got to be a zombie, fam. The Walking Dead. Yeah, so, I don't know. I want better for y'all, man. I want better for me. And the problem is, sometimes we want more for people than they want for themselves. And we wind up disappointing ourselves. So, there ever comes a time when a person in your life is causing you more stress than is needed or is is uh is necessary, and they gotta go, and they gotta go fast. person who ain't happy with themselves will, will take you down with them very, very fast. Don't let them do it. Better kill off them zombies in your life. <laughs> oh, Lord. I think I'm going <laughs> to name this The Walking Dead. That's that's funny as fuck. Yeah, people going to be looking like, what? Yeah. It's it's a it's a great great metaphor. Yeah, man. Um, fire in the kitchen. Hey, look. I I I know I say it in the intro all the time. Um, um, I even made a drop and put it in as part of my introduction to this show. But download the fucking anchor app, man. Talk to me. S- say words. Say nice stuff. Say mean stuff. I don't give a fuck. But yeah, as always, man, I love you because I come from a love supreme. Shout out to Nikki, shout out to Don, and shout out to Hazel. Um, if you fuck with me, I fuck with you. And if you don't, uh, go fuck yourself. It's the kid.
So, Port of Miami 2, uh, the 10th studio album from Rick Ross came out very recently. And um, he's got a couple standout tracks on there. I know I probably say that shit a lot. I sound like some kind of executive executive or whatever. But um, one of my favorites off of there is the joint I'm about to play next. So uh, this is Bogus Charms. Rick Ross featuring Meek Mill. Yo, so Boss is an artist um, who signed to J. Cole's Dreamville Dreamville label. Um, He's been doing his thing for a little while, and he's got a couple projects out you should check out. Um, He's probably worked with your favorite rapper. Um, no bullshit. Well, if, if you're into the type of rap that I'm into, he's worked with your favorite rapper. Let me rephrase that. Um, but this joint, uh, fried rice, I just started checking out this morning. So when I get deeper into it, I'll let you know. Um, this is Boss featuring Jid, fried rice. Mm-hmm. 